swag out them And welcome to another episode of this Artoyo and Geek podcast by Webster Style, where we talk about bow ties, comic books, and everything in between. I am your host, Webster Style, the man, the voice, the fragrance, coming at you again with another episode. And last week is part of the download. I talked about that I originally was going to talk about Fantasy Star Online 2, and this is a game I've talked about a long, long time ago. I'm a very big fan of the Fantasy Star Online franchise dating back to the Dreamcast, played it again on the original Xbox. Wasn't too keen to the Fantasy Star Universe game that came, that came out on the Xbox League 60 era, but jumped at the chance and screamed like a schoolgirl when the announcement of Fantasy Star Online 2 for the Xbox One and PC came out a few years ago. And as soon as it came out, I downloaded it and as a free-to-play game, I was happy. I would have been happy paying full price for it. It's just a fun game. But alas, I didn't play it as much as I thought it would. Um, outside of time commitments, it, it was the same old fantasy star. And there was nothing wrong with that. But it, at this point in my life, it's not a game I'm going to sit on the Xbox for hours and playing. A lot of my playing is really just getting in and getting out, coming back when I have a chance to. Well, I guess it was fate that I did not cover this game last week and the other game that I talked about, I believe it was, um, no, it was Tell Me Why I was offered free last week is what I talked about. But this week we saw the reveal or the release of the quote unquote upgraded next gen expansion of Fantasy Star Online 2 named New Genesis. And this brought new playstyle, new combat mechanics updated graphics not just for the xbox one but also the new or next generation consoles with the series x and series s and i've downloaded and i've played it maybe for about an hour or so and one of the things i love about it is that one of the up- updated or upgraded graphics are really I wouldn't say impressive because they're not. This game is not going to be a graphical powerhouse, but it is definitely updated from the almost decades old graphics that you had with the original Fantasy Star Online 2. Also, there seems to be a semblance of story. So far, the first hour or so I've played through it is very much a quote unquote tutorial slash setup for the story of the game. Now, it is an online rpg so i don't expect much of a story in the way of a traditional uh, role-playing game but it was nice to see the added cutscenes and the talking characters and so on and so forth and for you to really get a sense of the world that you are now in compared to fantasy star online 2 and even fantasy star online as i think of it i don't remember much of a story being there as well so this is one of those games that if you haven't checked it out and you're interested in the sort of action rpg mmo uh sort of feel then it's definitely a game for you to check out now if you have an xbox or a pc uh sorry switching playstation owners who knows it may show up there eventually but it's definitely one to pick up now especially with the new genesis expansion which really brings it it's like a whole new game it is like fantasy star online 2 part 2 
uh, realistically speaking. It's just it's nice so far and it's something I can see myself going back to just to see if there's any more story development. Again, you don't really need much of a story development for an MMORPG, especially in the case of Fantasy Stars, just pretty much getting hack slash level up, rinse, repeat, keep going. But it is something that for a free-to-play game, it's more than likely one of the best free-to-play games you can get out there on your Xbox uh, next to like a Roblox and Fortnite and those things. It's definitely in the top five as far as I am concerned when it comes to something you should download, especially good for a good action RPG with that Sega goodness on it. I've been playing a lot of Sega games tonight uh, for some reason in addition to... Uh, PSO2 New Genesis I also popped in I have uh, Daytona USA so I was playing that and unlocked some old achievements in that so it, it's, it's been a fun night so far uh, tonight at the, this recording so that's my game of the week uh, the download of the week Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis get it on your Xbox systems as well as the PC. Now, one of the surprises that really came out uh, today as of this recording was a trailer for the new Masters of the Universe cartoon. Now, this cartoon has been rumored and still to come out over the past few months. Um, and it looked pretty awesome. It was a very anime style Masters of the Universe. Oh, let me back up for a second. Those of you of a certain age may not know what I'm talking about. Uh, Masters of the Universe, a.k.a. He-Man. Um, is a originally a cartoon series slash toy line from the early 80s, which has seen resurgence over the years. There was a uh, New Adventures of He-Man in the early 90s, which is complete garbage. And then you had a reimagining of the original Masters of the Universe series, which I believe aired on Cartoon Network around 01 or 02. Uh, so some of you may be familiar, some of you wasn't. But He-Man, Masters of the Universe was probably one of the biggest properties of the 80s next to Transformers and I don't care what you say I like the Masters of the Universe movie as a pure sci-fi 80s flick only not as a He-Man movie it's just it's not He-Man I don't you can't argue that that movie is He-Man anyway I'm, I'm getting off track well one of our geeky fan favorites Kevin Smith is the executive producer of this new Masters of the Universe series on netflix and is entitled masters of the universe revelations and the trailer dropped today as of this recording and oh my goodness i felt like a child again i'm getting a lot of that lately lately at nostalgia just hitting me hard with a lot of properties that are coming out and are being done right by people like myself of my age they grew up with these properties and have loved with them well it is not just a new version or updated version it is actually a continuation of the original series just done in a new modern way and it features the voice of everybody's favorite joker mark hamill as skeletor and even they brought back alan oppenheimer who was the voice of the original skeletor to voice some of the other characters that he voiced back then like i believe merman and Beastman are two that he's voicing definitely merman in this series so it's interesting to know that this series is simply a continuation of the 80 plus i believe it was 80 plus episode uh, original masters of the universe series and i think i talked about it a while ago how that opening episode is probably one of the most complete 
succinct arts of storytelling in a cartoon or really anything I've seen in my life. It was, and you go back and watch the original He-Man cartoon, it's not a lot of substance there uh, compared to what we expect of modern animation nowadays. However, it was such a great stroke of storytelling. So I am looking forward to this new series and it just, it just looks action packed. It looks really awesome. And July 23rd can't come to, can't come soon enough. And and frankly, uh, we all have um, missteps in our career. And Kevin Smith is one of those uh, actors, directors, writers who, who has a couple of missteps um, in his career when it comes to like, what were you smoking? However, uh, he's one of the few people who is just who is geek enough and loves a property enough that I would really entrust him to do it. And this He-Man uh, Massive Universe Revelation series looks like something that only someone who loves this, who lived this as a child would produce. So I'm excited because that's right up my alley now let's get into a bit of modern day fare and we're back in the mcu that's right ladies and gentlemen we've gotten through one division we've gotten through the falcon and the winter soldier now it's time for loki so the debut episode of loki dropped um as of this recording yesterday and my goodness it was fun now i have to say this is um the loki series and a lot of what this is drawn from came out on a time where I wasn't reading comics like that. Um, I have my preferences. I have the books I've read, but this is one of those periods where I just, I wasn't reading. So I'm not as familiar with Loki back when I was knee deep in comics. If you'd said or told someone that they were going to do a Loki series, nobody would care. Loki who? It was only with the advent of the MCU in the movies that people really in mass started to care about Loki and you saw a lot of series uh, and a lot of updated stories about him come out and this new story that the Loki series is based off of a lot of that came from his uh, I think original series that came out in the on the early 2010s if I remember correctly so it's really great if you have not seen uh Endgame um bit of spoiler for you uh loki gets the tesseract doing on the time jumps and he vanishes well obviously we know that's not supposed to happen so he's now a man who has created a separate time stream or what have you much as the um ancient one described to bruce banner and i think it was endgame as well if not infinity no endgame yeah everybody disappeared in infinity war so he is now in trouble there is a uh TBA um, and they are basically tasked with keeping the one sacred timeline intact so there you have a problem he's ultimately captured and you see how the TVA works but the TVA has a problem I'll get to that in a minute let me give you some quick anecdotal impressions on Loki it is so awesome seeing Tom Hilston back uh, it was sad seeing him die in Infinity War and knowing that we would never see the Loki character um, in the MCU again. Uh, it was fitting though that he got his redemption from being this villainous murderer to someone who really sacrificed his life for his brother and for the universe 
as a whole even though it was futile it was still one of those things that was just fitting for the character I love the emotion of as Loki is seeing his future he sees how he kills his own mother and the emotion that Tom really displays his range of as an actor really really shines through and then even going forward to him to see his own death at the hands of Thanos as a character Loki put all of his past misgivings or past deeds in perspective to what his future is going to be so it was really awesome for him to really talk to Mobius um, and to see what the proposition was as far as this episode was and lo and behold Mobius has a problem itself there is a rogue element in the timeline that is killing the timekeepers as they go to capture them and it is revealed at the end that this killer is another form of Loki so I'm very interested to see how this really shapes up over the next few episodes. I don't even remember how many episodes this series is supposed to be. But it is. It looks to be on par with WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And this is one of the things I really love about the MCU series. It's all about character. I, I love character. Um, that is one of the great things about television or even a limited series you get a lot more time to focus and develop and explore character character motivations who they are what they are why they're being you saw that a lot with this loki first episode compared to the movies where you just get bits and pieces of their character but it's more of action because that pace has to be uh continued on through that 90 minute to two hour two hour plus movie um you cannot stop to really have as much character development as much character inter introspection and inner introspection excuse me uh as you did in Loki or even in Winter Soldier, uh, Captain American Winter Soldier, Falcon Winter Soldier or even one division and that sort of explanations of grief that you saw there, her manifestation of vision as you found out toward the end. Those things would not work in a typical movie, uh, which is why I love the series so much. And I also love the fact that these are very short, limited, contained series. You don't have a lot of blow. You don't have a lot of stretching things out just for the sake of uh, keeping a series going. It was one of the reasons why I stopped watching The Flash so many seasons ago because it's just the same thing over and over again. So many things are stressed out. Every season it's a big bad and Barry has to do this or Barry loses his powers. It's, it's so repetitive. And when you have series like this that are they're short, sweet, to the point, you can take a lot of time, which sounds like a, um, a pun or oxymoron. You can take a lot more time with what's important instead of trying to fill stuff to get a 22 episode season run. You have six to eight to nine episodes. You tell your story. You hit all the bullet points you want. And boom, you're out the door and you set it up for the next person to come in with their series. And that's one of the things I've really loved about these Marvel series uh, thus far. Just the attention to detail, attention to storytelling, and the fact that they're giving us, the audience, more time 
with the characters we love. Now, yes, we are probably not going to get an Iron Man TV series, but we are getting Iron Hearts, which will be interesting. Um, we're getting Hawkeye, which I am I am excited about Hawkeye. I feel like I would like to see a lot more of Clinton Barton. I feel like, especially the way they set him up in Endgame, there's a lot more to tell. He's probably the most human of the Avengers. So I'm interested to see what his story is like, what his series is like uh, compared to some of the others. Well, most human, human next to um, Sam, of course. But Loki definitely hit the ground running. Uh, and it was just so uh, cool seeing how things work outside of time of TVA. It was to see Loki's face when he realized that there, the Tesseract doesn't work. Infinity Stones are nothing more than paperweights. He felt so defeated. The fact that he was in a place where he literally was nothing and nobody. It was beautiful. And also that whole character study. If I have all of these things taken away from me, who am I? What am I when I'm stripped of everything? And this is what you see with Loki at the TVA. Everything he was, everything he thought he was, everything he thought gave him power was gone or was there, but it was powerless. And you see this man as naked, literally naked, um, but as naked as the king with no clothes, exposed. So he has to find out who he really is and how he fits into this new development that he has now found himself into because this is a timeline he cannot go back to because his time is up. So I'm really interested to see what they do with Loki going forward, especially how it ends since he can't go back to the timeline. What happens to him if he survives the events of the Loki series? It's going to be very interesting, and I can't wait to see next week. But in another note, it drops on Wednesdays. Wednesday screws me up. At least Friday. Friday, you know, get up, do what you got to do, eat you some breakfast. You watch uh, the new Marvel series, and then, you know, turn on the computer, get to work. Now on a Wednesday, I'm like... It's the middle of the week. I got things to do. I got means. I got this. I got that. <laughs> so it's, uh, I'm going to have to get my mind right, my time right to uh, watch Loki before I start my day on Wednesdays. It's a bit harder with my schedule on a Wednesday than a Friday, but it's going to be fun nonetheless. So that's Loki and my review of Loki, and I really enjoyed it, and I think if you haven't watched it, you should definitely watch it. Now, it is the month of June, and one of the... Things I've been talking about in the past couple weeks has been uh, spring fragrances and now summer fragrances. And as I said before, I am a sucker for a good fougere. And I was a, apparently a sucker for a good fougere before I even knew what a fougere was. Um, and that's because the fragrance of the week is a fragrance that I first smelled almost 14 years ago. Uh, and this fragrance is a fragrance that I had tracked down for many many years with no success and then finally my spouse found it as part of a discovery set on valentine's day and i know i've talked a little bit about this before but i never talked specifically about this fragrance and what it is and what it means 
to me and this fragrance is Royal Musk by Royal Bermuda and it's going to feature top notes of bay rum, bergamot, clove and orange, middle notes of cinnamon leaves and nutmeg and also base notes of cedarwood, musk and patchouli. Now this fragrance is one that I had a very hard time finding notes for because the site for uh, Royal Bermuda does not list the site, uh, excuse me, not list the notes. And I think I found this description on the Brooks Brothers website who sells it or has sold it, sold out there. And it also lists Fougere as one of the mid notes. I took that out because that doesn't make sense because, because Fougere is the type of fragrance that is, even though Fougere means fern it definitely doesn't list fern as one of those but anyway i digress why is this fragrance important well i picked it up on my honeymoon in jamaica and at the time it was bottled under the label jamaican island musk and is a fragrance that it didn't start me on my fragrance journey but it was one of those ones that i wore all the time until the bottle was open until this day i still have that bottle and we can never ever find it and so I don't know how she did it, but she found it. And lo and behold, I received that discovery scent or discovery set in that bottle. The bottle of, of the Royal Musk, as it's called, was broken. To my dismay, I lost about half the bottle. But I was able to salvage it in one of my decant sprays that I had. And let me tell you, I need to get a full bottle. I absolutely love it and it's so powerful that i can still sniff the bottle sniff the sprayer of the original bottle i purchased 14 years ago and still get that scent so it tells you how how good of a quality this scent is and it's something with all of the royal bermuda fragrances and that discovery i really enjoy all of them there are they are very tropical they're very light, but this one just works so well. It's a bit musky for a frugere. It's it's called Royal Musk, but it's a light musk. It's a very, um, I believe one of the scriptures talked about a deer musk. I don't think they actually use deer, but it's supposed to approximate that musk. Uh, the ladies love it. I'm just saying. But it's one that I am glad to have in my collection. I definitely need to get a, a new bottle. I think that if you're looking for a, a good fougere to wear, especially during the summertime, I think this will work great for the summer. It's not too heavy. Um, it's light enough. It lasts a long time on my skin. I've, I'm getting a lot of fragrance that lasts a while on my skin. I'm definitely getting eight hours on this. I'm still smelling it now. And I sprayed it at about, I don't know eight this morning it's now 11 30 at night and i smell it very prominently all over my body <laughs> so it, it definitely lasts me a long time and i'm pretty sure it'll last you and for a four ounce bottle i believe it ranges anywhere from 40 to 50 bucks on the company's website i don't remember exactly but i know it's i believe it's under 50 dollars. so it's definitely an inexpensive inexpensive fragrance uh for that amount that you get so that is my fragrance of the week, Royal Musk by Royal Bermuda. And that takes us to the end to another episode of the Sartorial and Geek podcast by Webster Style, where, of course, we talk about bow ties, comic books, and everything in between. I have been your host, Webster Style. Feel free to check us out on the web at WebsterStyle.com or SartorialandGeek.com. Find us on Twitter at WebsterStyle. 
find us on Instagram at Webster Style or at Sartorial and Geek. And as always, questions, comments, anything about the show you want to talk about. Hey, if you want to be on the show, let me know. Email me at info at WebsterStyleMagazine.com. Thank you and give me your time. And remember, be safe out there and stay blessed. Baby, you see this? Nah, this is... Hold on. I mean, I can change. I thought... Never mind. Forget it. I'm a Jenny, Jenny, Miffany, Muffin, if any key when it comes to the killing spree, aka that's an ensemble. Are you the enemy if you're not defending the presence of Millie in the vicinity without a bow tie? Okay, I might have went over the edge. Besides, I really let them clothes on them legs and thighs. Need to get strong, we can lift them to the sky. The party starts at 12. We got a little time, time, time to get it on. And no fact, I'm the type of person on. And after that, take a picture with the I'm choosing what we own. Now it was Tree Green Tuesday. Had to be Bowtie Thursday. Had to be. White Wednesday? Uh, I don't. Well, I know last time. Well, I wore polka dot. You didn't wear. Oh, Miss Million, them heels killing them. But I'm sure it's a Thursday. Bowtie Thursday. Pasta cream in your heels looking sharp. Acting like you don't know the rules up in the workplace. Must I remind you it was till on your birthday? Don't get me wrong, I think we killed in the birthdays. And you picked the hell of fit for the church day. Let's say you picked the wrist game for it. Now you got the floor filled with bras that you purchase. Pick a color scheme that can match the very course. Smoking hot, rocking this pen so oh. thin. Tie hairline, looking like a stencil pen. No lie, I'm sharper than a utensil. Instrumental, plain dang, homie. I was hoping we could walk out with that bang bang, honey. See them plain James, honey. Them lame friends, funny. We tell it bit crazy like that thing came on me. Hey, mommy. Look a lady, main thing. Want me on the scene. Fit popping like a main vein. Running blood color, lips smashing with the hand. Clutch money, holding back. Kind of funny. Can you tell me what's the price I got the range? Rover. Hang on me when we walking, looking Gucci like that thing sprayed on me. Walking with a limp like an ankle sprain on me. Yeah, I rocked the cardigan. She don't really want me because no one man should have all that styling. Take it out, clothes on the floor, pass it. No one girl should fit it out in them jeans. So take it up and let me see what's under them scenes. No one man should have all that styling. Take it out, clothes on the floor, pass it. No one girl should fit it out in them jeans. So take it up and let me see what's under them On the floor, pal, and no one girl should fit it all in them jeans. So take it up and let me see what's under them scenes. Oh, you wanted to? Oh, I completely read that wrong. <laughs>